0: Alrighty then. But no, I'm, I'm really worried because it's not really sci-fi. Oh. Like, it, it is, and it, it definitely uses the prompt. But I didn't go, like, super sci-fi. But that's also my problem because I have this thing where when I'm writing short stories, the only way I can write short stories is to have, like, no detail whatsoever. <laughs> I, like, don't name characters and I keep everything really vague. Because,
1: again, mine isn't super sci-fi either. Mm-hmm.
0: Like it because the prompt itself isn't exactly super sci-fi.
1: No, it's just like Amazon
0: has time travel. <laughs> and you send yourself something. Yeah. Alright, well what up everyone? I'm Bryn. I'm Ricky. And we are writers in progress, and we still don't really know what we're doing. But we're gonna figure it out. If we could charge our devices and use them at the same time. There we go. So the prompt we had was that Amazon invents time travel and you your character sends something back to their past self. We gave ourselves a week to write, which wasn't a lot. No, which was not a lot. It definitely was not enough. <laughs> Next time it'll be 2 weeks. <laughs> We're going to try and make this better as we go.
1: I was thinking we could talk about our rules for the time travel if you don't go into it into the story. Okay. Because, like, I don't go into it at all, but it, it kind of works.
0: Yeah. Well, mine is more confusing in the sense of, like, I unintentionally create different timelines. Okay. But, like, you don't realize that until a very certain point. Okay. And so, yeah. It's more like my character just doesn't use it that much because they don't see the benefit of it, but then kind of they do. Okay. Yeah. Mine is not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that mine's deep. Like, again, I keep saying I suck at short stories and the only way for me to do them is to have absolutely no detail. Okay. But, yeah, I, I feel like our stories are very, very different. I think so. Which also tends to be just, like, how we write in general. In general, yeah. So how are we doing this?
1: I was thinking we could just flip a coin. Okay, Let's are we reading first. each other's
0: or are we reading our own? I'm not sure because I didn't
1: edit mine, so <laughs> you it may might be not able make to sense. Understand yeah.
0: your writing more than I will
1: because well, I was just I wasn't really reading while I was typing. It was yeah, just yeah. typing, so I have no idea what autocorrected. But
0: you know what it was supposed to yeah, say. Okay, so that might work a little so better. So might
1: make okay. a couple yeah. Do Do weird pauses. Have, have a
0: coin. Has a million coins. Oh, that's good. And it just, where is it? This is super effective. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Because I win tails, lose. <laughs> okay, seriously. Heads. <laughs> tails. Oh okay. no, that is heads. What am I talking about? <laughs> it doesn't okay. help that it's a quarter. I know. They're both heads. Oh, that's true. Right. I didn't even think about it. And in my brain, I was like, "Yes, antlers. That's a head." <laughs> okay. So does that mean that I go first? I believe so. Okay. So I called mine prime portal because I had too many untitled documents on my Google. Okay. (laughs) Okay. He'd never thought he'd have a need of the service. He'd agreed to the terms and conditions when it was added to his prime, but he couldn't see why it would ever become necessary to send something through the prime portal to his past self. Then a plumber's kit arrived two days before his plumbing broke and flooded his apartment. Suddenly, he very clearly understood the benefits. His future self didn't overuse the service. Over the course of the next five years, he received only a handful of packages, always something needed right before he found himself wishing he had it. A stack of cardboard boxes when he planned on moving, a white noise machine just before he discovered his new neighbors had arguments long into the night, a new water bottle when he began to consider taking up jogging, an extra pair of laces for running shoes. He looked over his shoes thoroughly when those arrived and couldn't find a single weak spot, but he faithfully took them with him on every run, worried about how bad a fall he must have taken to warrant sending himself a new pair of laces to prevent it. Then he paused for water beside a fountain, and he saw her, muttering over her shoes, holding a snapped lace in her hand. He hesitated, considering how strange it would be to walk up to a stranger and offer them a pair of shoelaces at the exact moment they were needed. Finally, he walked over and coughed awkwardly, holding out the laces like a peace offering. She squinted at him, then looked at the laces, then at her shoe, and immediately burst into a fit of giggles that seemed to blend in perfect harmony with the bubbling fountain behind him. His stomach tied itself in knots along with his tongue and he sprinted away before she could say anything, leaving her calling after him, the laces clutched in her hand. She found him the following week, jumping in front of her so her shoes were on full display. He managed to stutter something about being glad they were useful, then tried to leave, only for her to follow him and ask why he carried a pair of laces with him on every run. He explained they'd come through the pine portal a week before and he carried them as a precaution someone must be looking out for you she said thoughtfully or maybe we were meant to meet he said boldly immediately wanting to take the words back but she smiled at him her face lit up like a sunflower beaming in the sun coffee turned into drinks turned into dinner turned into breakfast and lunch and never seeming to have enough time together They bonded over the city and laughed about the fact that for two weeks they lived in the same apartment building and yet somehow never met until months after he had left. Days turned into weeks, into months, into years. Their future selves smoothed over every disagreement with small things certain to make the other laugh. No anniversary was forgotten when ridiculous gifts appeared on the stoop. Cookbooks for nights in, waiting pools for hot summer days, dresses and ties to convince them to go out, board games for days not worth looking out the window, a new pair of running shoes, a new pair of laces. Until one day he came home to a package of tissues on the step. The day he came inside to find her weeping in the kitchen. The day before, a book arrived for him entitled Coping with the Loss of a Loved One. The packages stopped arriving after that. Not that either of them would have noticed. The world became a blur of doctor's appointments and trying to stuff as much living as they could into what little was left. Finally, they found themselves in a sterile room, her body wilting in his arms. His last words to her had choked, I wish we had more time, and then she was gone. After the funeral, when the shock had given way to numbness, he found himself browsing Amazon, selecting an item for prime portal delivery. Twelve years earlier, a younger version of himself received notification of an item delivery And silently cursed his future self for sending him yet another item he would have to pack and move. He made his way down to the lobby, nearly stumbling over a pile of boxes in the entryway. A girl threw an apology over her shoulder with a bright smile as she ran out the door, hurriedly grabbing more boxes from a truck clearly parked illegally. He found himself standing at the front desk, watching her rush in and out of the door, laughing with the doorman as she did. He pretended to be busy, opening the delivery to reveal an umbrella, and standing in confusion for only a moment before the summer skies opened up in a downpour. Barely stopping to collect his thoughts, he rushed outside, umbrella held high in one hand, the box still held in the other. She laughed through her surprise, raindrops trickling down her nose. Someone must be looking out for you, she pointed at the open box, the prime portal tape unmistakable. Or maybe we were meant to meet. That's so
1: sad! (laughs) I knew you would do romance, but damn! (laughs) Oh, God. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about the, like, the dating aspect of Mm -hmm. it. And, like, how it would fix all your problems. Yeah.
0: Because you're like, crap, I forgot our anniversary. Just send that back Uh. to myself a day ago and reset everything. Dang, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) That's so sad, though. And so he sent the umbrella back so we'd have more time. Ugh. Eh? (laughs)
1: Yours is, like, much more poetic and,
0: like... I told you I wasn't quite sure if it would work, <laughs> and it <laughs> it's was very, very Okay, good. I was very nervous about that fact. That was kind of my my biggest worry, was I wasn't sure if it made sense. Oh, yeah. Okay, it good. It made sense. Okay, good. Yeah. But no, that's the only way I can write short stories. Is like, very basic, generic. Mm. Don't give any plot. Don't tell you anything about the characters. <laughs> So yes, my short stories tend to be unintentionally poetic, just because I have to like yeah. paint a picture without actually telling you anything. <laughs> Nothing against poets, but let's mm. be real. Mine is, it needs like a lot of backstory. Because <laughs> let's be real, that does seem like a lot of your books.
1: Not not so much backstory. Well, I guess it depends on <laughs> what point of the story. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feeling one of us is gonna make this very complicated unintentionally. I'll I'll have to
1: like, you don't actually have to, but I would like to go into more detail afterwards. Okay. Okay. So let's hear the story and then we'll get the details after. If it might not make sense, I might stumble over some stuff. Bear with me.
0: (laughs) I believe in you. I have full confidence
1: that you will make this work. And I very much rushed the ending. (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) Okay. Uh, this also does not have a title because I'm awful at it. It's just titled
0: Short Story. <laughs> Very. They're just all going to be short story, short story. I know. Short story one. Short story not to be confused two. with short story. Okay.
1: Jess strode out her front door, nearly missing the box tucked behind the planter. Grumbling to herself, she snatched it up and lo- unlocked the door. The parcels.
0: <laughs> We're off to a great start.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, I know what I was about to say. Okay, the parcel (laughs) clunked around in the oversized packaging like a loose brick. She had no idea what it was, but it wasn't surprising. Lots of packages had been arriving from her future self lately. She must have come into some money, because it's not cheap stuff either. All good quality. Tossing the box onto her couch, she scrambled out the door again. She didn't have time to look at what what new item her future self treated her to. She was already late. She jumped into the car and the radio blared at her. It was just the local news station she always listened to. Speaker droned on about something in regards to Amazon's communication network errors between future, since there have been reports of drastic changes in typical delivery patterns. Once her location was loaded onto her GPS, Jess quickly changed the station to the top 40. Sorry, I know I'm late. Jess um, plonked down on the bench. It's all good. We already ordered drinks, but we held off on getting food. Marlene slid the menu across the table. What did you get up to today? Are you sure we are going camping or backpacking or something anytime soon? Not that I'm aware of. Why? Well, just glanced over the menu. Oh, that looks good. (laughs) Well, I keep getting a bunch of camping gear and not cheap stuff either, like nice last forever type stuff. I got a fancy sleeping bag, a first aid kit, a set of knives, water filter, dehydrated food, and a massive pack to fit everything in. The waiter stopped by and the two ordered another round of drinks and chose what they wanted for lunch. So that's what I was doing this morning, organizing the pack with the stuff I'm apparently going to order. I mean, maybe we are going camping. I've already got a ton of camping stuff, though, from last year, and I just ordered a month ago. But since that trip was kind of a disaster, I didn't really feel like going this year. I can't believe James forgot Wood and Kate left the water jug when we're three hours to the closest anything. Jess chuckled to herself. After that, I didn't think I would be going camping for a long time either, but here we are. Maybe my brother is organizing a family trip or something. I mentioned he got a couple camping parcels, too. I actually have one more parcel that I need to check, but I didn't have time this morning. I haven't been getting any future parcels lately. The last one I got was three months ago. I think that glitch they keep talking about might be legit. The waiter came by again with a tray of drinks in hand. I heard something about that just briefly on the radio, but I wasn't really paying attention. Jess took a long sip of her drink. So from what I understand, there's been this weird crash and influx in orders. Some people are receiving like 20 packages in a week, while some, like me, have gotten months without receiving any future parcels. Does anyone know why? That's the thing. No one can really say for certain. Some think it's to try and get people to shop in stores more, some sort of conspiracy theory, someone's screwing with the software. No one really knows. Amazon was trying to figure it out but it was getting, uh, figured out, but it, it, but it's been so long now that it's starting to make people panic. Marlene went quiet as the waiter placed down their dishes. I don't know what's going on, but I've, I have enough junk already. It's kind of nice not having to figure out why on earth I sent myself something. The two finished up their lunch and headed home. Jess had asked her brother about all his last-minute camping gear, but he was just as clueless. Coming home, she ignored the new parcel and instead headed upstairs to where all of her open gear and its packaging was spread around the bedroom floor. She carefully rolled up her sleeping bag and decided to throw some clothes in her pack to save herself the hassle in the future. Each pocket was filled with tools and snacks until the pack was bursting at the seams. Gathering up all the wrappers and packaging, she headed back downstairs to open that parcel and chuck everything at once. It was decently heavy, weighing what she guessed would be a couple pounds. She tore open the box and paused. What on earth? She pulled out the packaged military-grade radio. All international, U.S. and Canadian channels, waterproof with three different watt levels. It was a combo pack that came with an adapter for the charging... Charger to work with a hand crank. She picked up her phone to text her brother a picture. Why on earth would I need a radio for camping, Chris? I'm wondering the same thing. One arrived for me this morning. Seriously. Yep. So we're absolutely going to try reaching each other, right? Mine's already charged. Jess scrambled to get hers unwrapped and set up. She fitted the adapter to the battery pack and cranked the handle for much longer than she thought necessary, but she couldn't be sure how long it would actually take. She tested it, and the radio crackle filled the room. Okay, mine's charged. After a bit of struggle, the, the two set their frequency. Can you hear me? Chris came through the radio. Reading you loud and clear, Christopherson. Over. Good to hear from you, Jesserton. Over. The two messed around with the radio like when they were kids with walkie-talkies until the, de- the two decided they should actually accomplish something. Jess finished cleaning up the scraps from the parcel and her future self, of her future self and carried on with her nightly routine of feeding the cat, making dinner, and watching TV. Once bedtime rolled around, she took up the, the radio, exchanging a good night with her brother before putting it on top of her pack. She crawled into bed with the cat curled at her feet, and she quickly drifted off to sleep. Jess woke up coughing. Debris covered her bed and her cat meowing incessantly. Stars shone through where where there should have been a roof. She could smell the smoke of fire that wafted through the open top with the car alarms that blared. She sat up, but her leg was pinned down. She managed to, managed to dislodge it and found her cat puffed up and trembling. She scooped him up and made her way to an opening in her wall. Everything was a mangled mess. Buildings crumpled and trees thrown into the street. She could remember what happened. She... She couldn't remember what happened besides hearing rumbling. She wiped the blood that trickled into her eye, figuring she must have been knocked out by something to sleep through whatever that was. She snatched up her phone from where it fell beside her bed. No Wi-Fi, no cell service. She cursed under her breath. Her pack and the radio were at the foot of the bed, where most of her ceiling was perched. She managed to heave some hunks of rubble out of the way and squeeze her pack through the and scrounge around until she felt the radio. She turned it on and its crackle drowned out the alarms in the street. Chris, can you hear me? Silence. Chris, are you there? No response. She flicked through frequencies until finally the fourth one found a voice. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. It was a man with a a thick New Zealander accent. Hi, yes, there's been sort of a natural disaster. I can't use my phone to call for help. I'm in the Chesterfield neighborhood. Miss, he cut her off. It's not just there. I don't understand. I take it you don't know what that radio was for. Well, I do now. No miss. You gave it to yourself for the apocalypse.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it started and it's like, what's all the camping gear? And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Because
1: I was like, what's some random thing that you could send yourself that would still be like, used for something else, but, mm-hmm. like, integrates. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> but, okay, here's my only question. It's amazing, but the only thing I kept thinking is, how is she able to use Amazon after the apocalypse?
1: That's what I'm going to get oh, into. yes, please, okay. explain this. So, because I knew you had an answer to this. I was thinking that there would probably be, like, a five-year gap. Right. And that's why... Bunch of people weren't receiving parcels because the people who weren't receiving parcels are dead. Yeah, I kind of caught on to so. that. I was like, I'm
0: sitting there and I'm like, it, it feels really bad to whisper, "Guys, they're dead."
1: Yeah, so like, people who survived the apocalypse in the future are sending themselves all all kinds to of to try and survive. To try and survive, and then the dead people are dead. So you know, and then oh, so oh, that means our friend died. Ah. Yeah. So I was thinking. Okay. First off, for Amazon Prime to even be able to do time travel, yeah. right, it would have basically destroyed the economic system, and yeah. that would primarily be the only thing, because why, would why not? would use anything else yeah. if you could use Prime?
0: Yeah. So I was
1: thinking, there would be massive Amazon warehouses everywhere. hmm And so, it's like five years in the future where they develop the time travel technology. Right. Okay. And it's not that they can send items to themselves, it's that they can send a message back in time. So it's saying, okay, I want this tent for this day. And Mm. they send that message back in time so that the The tent is ordered on that day. Right. Yes. And so that's how it works, is that they develop the technology later on. So essentially
0: it's it's like they hack the the Amazon system because they're like, these warehouses are sitting here. Yeah, We could have used all this. Five yes. years ago! Damn. I would watch that movie. I, it's like... It's such a out-of-the-way form of doing it. Yeah. But I feel like it could lead into something Oh, good. 100%. Like, that is an, would be an awesome first chapter. Flesh it out a little. Yeah. a little
1: more, more details. I was gonna have another character in there, but...
0: Short story. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't, don't like time. Why am I complicating this? Hey, no, but got time for that. No. Damn.
1: So, yeah.
0: Wow. How's that? Very different. Very different. We have a habit of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So no, yeah. I had a feeling when we started, but I also hate how like my go-to is writing romance. It's like, <laughs> but I, you do it
1: so well. I because do. it's not that wasn't like
0: mushy gushy. Yeah, yeah. It was
1: just like it's treat laces.
0: It's yeah. an umbrella. Yeah. And then there's life. Yeah. Like. I know. I actually felt slightly sad when I finished it. I was like, oh, she's just dead. He <laughs> just wanted two more weeks with her. <laughs> Although, technically, if he sent it back two weeks before he moved, then they would have had all, like, because it's at least six months to a year later that they actually meet. Mm. So they would have had, like, an extra year. That's true. Yeah. So there's, there's a little bit of happiness there. Yeah. But it's still really sad. That is but really I, Again, I would kind of like to see that as, like, a short movie. Yeah, totally. Just because, like, it seems so innocuous.
1: It reminded me of Modern Love.
0: Oh, I still wanna watch that, but it looks so good. It's really good. I'm really worried that I will bawl my eyes out watching it. It, it got me close a couple times. Oh, damn. I'm definitely going to cry. Then. <laughs>
1: and
0: the last one, like, incorporates all the stories. Ah. And I was just like... <laughs> oh, wait, Modern Love. That's the one with Anne Hathaway and Deb yes. Patel. Okay, yes. Yes, I did watch that one. I just skipped that the Anne episode. Was oh my god, that episode was just, like, brutal. brutal. I almost couldn't watch it. And then at the end when she, like, finally admits yeah. everything, I'm just like, nah, Okay, <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, or the bathroom breakdown scene. That was rough. And then the Deb Patel episode. I'm like, why is this guy not I doing know. more romantic movies? Like, he's so good as a romantic lead. But he always takes the on... The last p- one with the old people. Yeah. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah. And it's just... just um, no, I was thinking... For some reason, I thought... I was thinking of the Pixar short. Oh! With the old couple. Yes. And then they, like, it's meet like, the like Young Again or something like that. Or it's or Us Again or something. Us Again, yeah. yeah. For some reason, that... When you said Modern Love, that's what I thought of. I don't know why. And I'm like, I haven't watched it yet, but it looks like <laughs> it's gonna make me cry. Because there's old people... <laughs> reminiscing about when they were young and newly in love, and I'm like, I'm not prepared for that, okay? As Emma would say, old people love. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, that, that turned out better than I thought. Actually, yeah. I like how very different... It's like, have you seen that pin? It's a Tumblr post, but it's like, you can lead a thick rider to water, but you can't make them drink. Because <laughs> you can give one a prompt that's like fall and they'll talk about their fallen enemies and like the rust color and all of this like dark brooding stuff is like their loved one is dying in their arms and then you can give another one like blood red and they'll talk about the blood red scarf that their lover was wearing while they were basking in the sun on a you know autumn day and it's like yeah you, you can't you can lead a thick writer to water, but you can't make him drink. We will do whatever we want. Whatever we want.
1: But yeah. Well, right. I, I feel very productive.
0: Strangely enough, yeah. Yeah. Even though, I mean, you took... You wrote in one day... Granted, we both kind of did that. I because yeah, like you did that Not yesterday, the day before? The day before, yeah. yeah. I kind of had like a vague idea when we started. Because I are sitting there and I was like, all I could see was sending an umbrella back to be there for someone when it's porn, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, I can work with that. And then I, like, sat down, I wrote the first sentence, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't know where this is going. And then I wrote the entire thing in, like, half an hour. Dang. Yeah. I was just like, Bleh. <laughs> I don't know if it actually makes any sense or works, but yeah. It was like, I knew it couldn't be murder uh-huh. for the same reason we're just called the police. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it was like, when I did something intense. Yeah. And I knew it was gonna, like, lead to the apocalypse, but I didn't know what the crap the item was, because uh-huh. it's, like, it's gotta be something that you can use for other stuff. Yeah. Like, it can't just be, like, zombie survival kit. Like, yeah. And you're, like, oh my god, there's a zombie apocalypse coming! That's the yeah. only reason I would send this back to
0: myself!
1: And so it was just, like, trying to figure out the item, and it's, like, and I looked... And it didn't have super, super high-end, but it did have some military-grade radios. Oh,
0: there you go.
1: But they were more limited in frequency. So yeah, probably. So I, I biffed it a little bit.
0: I mean, if this is a futuristic Amazon we're talking yeah. about, I'm sure at some point they will probably have it.
1: And think about that. The military
0: advantages of having... Amazon time travel. <laughs> I was just thinking, though, I was literally about to say, though, it would be really weird to have the army sponsored by Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little... Like, war sponsored by Amazon seems a little weird. A little off. L- a yeah. little, little questionable. Okay, but does Chris survive? Because he's been sending himself back stuff, yes. so he has to be she alive. He was just... Out of the picture for that. Okay, not because you needed someone else to be like, "It's the apocalypse." Yeah, to <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's not even like a dramatic accent; it's a New Zealander accent. <laughs> it's like <literally laughs> the nicest accent in the world. It's because we were watching a movie
1: last night that had an Aussie in it, and mm. I was like, "Everybody does Aussie," and I don't want to do like. Watch
0: the Brokenwood Mysteries? No, they're New Zealand murder mysteries oh my gosh! it's so good they're so cheesy but they're so fluffy and so entertaining and they all take place in like this one village and every episode has this one old lady character who like knows everybody and knows everything she's always just like asking a little bit of questions and he's like mrs mallory you know i can't tell you and she's like oh i know but you know there was like this really weird thing going on between her and somebody else and he's like really he cared to to share a little Never. bit. She's like, oh well, you know, I'm not one to gossip, but I have noticed this, and he's like, oh, alrighty then. Thank you for that. And then walks away. It's So good. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, you need to watch the series.
1: That was the other thing. So you know how I sent you the thing about like the new Miss Ryan Fisher. Yeah. and how it's like modern yeah. and I was all like "Eh," but then I actually looked at it and it's set in the 60s yeah and I was like oh you didn't realize that yeah no, no, no. that's the
0: modern mysteries yeah. are in the 60s I was like and it's supposed to be like her niece or her I don't understand how it can be her niece but it's someone related to her it's huh. not like Franny Fisher yeah set in the 60s it's one of her relatives, okay. Susan Miss Fisher. So now I'm like, at least it's not like today. Because if it was today, I'd just that be just like,
1: spoils no. the whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. fun of it. Did you watch the movie? No, okay, I've been trying to. I've been trying to, but it's not on anything because I don't have Acorn. Oh. My parents used to have Acorn and I would leach off them.
0: but Yeah, I have men. Acorn, Ripbox, and PBS. Mm like masterpiece. So yeah, get yeah. like all the British shows. It's great. I feel very productive. I'm very proud yeah. of us. We did we did get successful
1: first part one and part two.
0: Yeah. We need to actually come up with names for these. I know, I was thinking about that and I was thinking we could we can name it like after after the, prom. the stories or the prompts. Yeah. yeah. Be like Amazon Timeline part one.
1: Yeah. Amazon <laughs>
0: Timeline Part Two. And then hope Amazon doesn't sue us. Yeah. It's a prompt. We didn't say anything bad about you guys except maybe you guys sponsoring the military, but that's the future, so anything could happen.
1: <laughs> a different timeline, <laughs> a parallel universe, that's all. But fine. Yeah, because that's
0: what I was talking about with mine, is it's mm-hmm. like every time you send like even with the plumbing thing at the very beginning, his apartment floods, so then he sends himself back a plumbing kit, which then immediately changes the timeline. So there's just one guy who has the worst time. <laughs>
1: Because he has to be the one <laughs>
0: to go through all this crap. Yeah. I think to me, and I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I'm so proud of my own story. But the part that like hit me the most was when the, it was the day before the book, How to Cope with the Death of a Loved One Arrives. After that, the packages stopped arriving. And I'm just like, I feel so bad for these people. Yeah, they don't even exist. And that I was feel just so like sorry. an extra little twist of the. Night. Yeah, just like there, uh, there's so much going on that they can't even, you know, find the time to send each other the little gifts that they used to. Yeah, like uh, these it's bar people. they are the gift. Oh my god, <laughs> life is the gift, and we never have enough time. That is our takeaway from today. Oh, alrighty. Well,
1: I am Ricky. I am Brynn. This was Writers in Progress.
0: Yay!